Arisha, you know me. I love a good documentary. Oh, yeah, you do. Especially when it's all about one of our true faves, Britney Spears. Well, yeah, I mean, that obviously helps a little. (laughs) So a crazy new doc called Controlling Britney Spears dropped in late September, right before one of Britney's most important court dates. Nice timing, right? And what it reveals truly blew our minds. Okay, Arisha, maybe I'm just being paranoid, but sometimes I get the feeling I'm being listened to. I don't know how to tell you this, but you are hosting a podcast, so you (gasps) are being listened to. Wow, great point. But that's obviously not what I mean. (laughs) I mean like being secretly recorded. I mean, if that was true, we'd have a whole new show and have to call it Rich and Daily After Dark. Okay, well, I don't hate it, but (laughs) also we'd kind of be living Britney Spears' life. I know. Uh, Like what we found out this weekend watching the new doc controlling Britney Spears, our girls apparently been spied on in unbelievable ways for years. Yeah. I mean, my head actually exploded watching this doc. Well, you still look great. My gosh, thank you. I just threw myself together. (laughs) Considering your head exploded, that's a huge (laughs) accomplishment. Yeah, I know. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Monday, September 27th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like you're just failing? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life feeling like I'm failing. It's appropriate though, because failure in all its forms is the whole point of my new podcast, Fail Better. I'm joining forces with Lemonada Media to explore the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. As someone who has experienced my own set of personal and professional defeats, I've always been intrigued by how those failures influenced my journey, sometimes for the better. And I know I'm not alone in those wonderings. So each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, thinkers, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalyst for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. So the battle to free Britney took a major turn with the new documentary that just dropped over the weekend, and it reveals some absolutely crazy new details on Brit's conservatorship that honestly are almost 
too hard to fathom. You know what I mean? Yeah, they blew up your head. That's how crazy <laughs> they are. Exactly. So the documentary is called Controlling Britney Spears, and it was released Saturday on Hulu as part of the New York Times Presents series. It's a follow-up documentary to the first New York Times one, Framing Britney Spears, released in February. And it features new interviews with people in Britney's life that have observed the abuses of her conservatorship. And honestly, it drops bombshell after bombshell after bombshell. It really does. Like, there is so much information and so much that we need to know. But the interview I literally just cannot stop thinking about is the one with a guy named Alex Vlasov, who worked as part of Britney's security team. Mm -hmm. So her security is run by a company called Black Box Security. Super loving, caring name. (laughs) It's owned by a man named Edon Yamini. And Alex Vlasov worked for Black Box as an executive assistant and operations and security manager for the company for nine years. Yeah. So he stopped working there earlier this year and says he's the only one at Black Box who knew everything. (laughs) And he speaks in this documentary about his experience working for Black Box and providing security to Britney. And just so there's no confusion, he has made it very clear they worked for Britney's dad, Jamie Spears, and not for Britney herself. Yeah. And what Jamie had Black Box do is honestly just evil. Like Alex's biggest reveal is about how Britney is closely and constantly being monitored and recorded. Mm -hmm. And it feels really gross. Yeah, Um, it's awful. Yeah. So Alex said Britney had wanted an iPhone years ago towards the beginning of her conservatorship. And at first her team was hesitant to get her one. Yeah. Which I mean, Having a smartphone gives you some independence. So I get it why they would be hesitant because they want her to have none. Yeah. Um, And they were able to figure out a way to monitor how she was using it, where apparently Britney's iCloud account on her phone was mirrored to an iPad. So Mm -hmm. the owner of Blackbox, Iran, would have access to all of Britney's iPhone usage and history. And this includes her texts, her phone calls, her photos, her notes, everything. Surprisingly, it gets worse. Alex was also ordered to encrypt the text on the iPad and send them to Jamie and Robin Greenhill, who is an employee of TriStar Sports and Entertainment Group, which is the former business manager for Britney's estate. Yeah, so Alex said her own phone and her own private conversations were used so often to control her. He says Jamie even monitored Britney's texts with her mom, her boyfriend, her close friends, and even her court-appointed lawyer, Sam Ingham, which even in prison, you don't do. Right. Which segues perfectly. He compared Britney's situation with her security (laughs) to someone in prison, saying security was put in a position to be the prison guards, essentially. And he also reveals that Britney could never leave her home without the presence of security, who always reported to Jamie, Robin, and Adon Brit's every single move. And as if monitoring her phone and every movement wasn't enough of an invasion of her mm-hmm. privacy, Alex also revealed that Britney was violated in a way, honestly, I can't believe. She was surveilled and recorded in her own bedroom. I know. Everything before was like, this is, I can't believe they would invade privacy like this. This is unimaginable. And then the bedroom comes out and you're like, oh my yeah. God. So, In the documentary, Alex says Black Box placed a hidden recording device in Britney's room, and everything that went on there was known by Jamie and Black Box. And at one point, Alex says he was given a portable USB drive and told to delete the audio recordings on it, but he says he didn't want to participate in deleting evidence, so he made a copy and kept it. Bless up forever, Alex. (laughs) And when he checked it out, he discovered it had over 180 hours of recordings on it. Yeah, when he first started telling the story, I was like, please say you made a copy. I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So this obviously has to be illegal, right? I mean, I don't know. I guess the answer is probably. 
Look, I'm with everyone on social media where I feel like I am a lawyer and it is illegal. Obviously. But <laughs> apparently recording conversations in a private place without the consent of both parties can be a violation of the law, although it's unclear if the court knew about or had approved this kind of surveillance. Yeah. And Brittany's current lawyer, Matthew Rosengart, did respond to the claims that Alex made about Brittany being recorded. Yeah. So Matthew didn't allow Brittany to be interviewed for the film, citing pending legal matters as the reason. But he released a statement saying any unauthorized intercepting or monitoring of Brittany's communications, especially attorney client communications, would represent a shameful violation of her privacy rights and a striking example of the deprivation of her civil liberties. And besides the major news that our beloved Brit has had like (laughs) zero privacy for years, Mm. the doc also gave more insight into who else had power over Britney during the conservatorship. Yeah. So we mentioned Robin Greenhill, who worked for TriStar Sports and Entertainment Group. And TriStar stepped down as Brit's business management company earlier this year, but only after her court Mm -hmm. testimony. Up until then, they managed a lot of Britney's business. Yeah, they've got to be losing their mind at this point. And also, Britney's former head of costumes, Tish Yates, spoke in the documentary about the control Robin had over Britney's life. Yeah, when the interviewer was like, who? And she was like, it's Robin. And you thought it was going to be Jamie. I was like, this? Yeah. Robin, I got some words for you. So (laughs) apparently Robin had to give approval to every small ask of Britney's down to what she has for dinner. Like apparently one time Britney asked for sushi and Robin told her it was too expensive and said she didn't need to have it again. And it's like, listen, as somebody who has eaten chicken wings four days in a row, don't tell me what's too expensive, what I can't have. It's my money. I'll eat what I want to. It was so funny because after that line, Ross looked at me and he was like, that sounds like me with you. I was like, I'll eat sushi every day, damn it. There was another time that Tish shared where Brittany wanted some new sketcher shoes, but Robin said no. And Tish kind of went around her and ended up buying them for Brittany, but with the mm-hmm. costuming budget. Yeah. And Robin would apparently also decide for Brittany how and when she could perform. And there was that moment on camera where they were in some kind of like conference room meeting. Yeah. And Robin said Britt would work on her birthday, except no one asked Brittany if it was okay with right. her. Yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, she will. It's like, oh, okay. And just like every decision in Britney's life was put under scrutiny, her personal relationships have also been ridiculously monitored and restricted. Yeah, including time with her own kids, which it seems like that's used as a bargaining tool for Britney's behavior. I mean, there was that story about how she was paranoid about weed and not being able to see her kids because things smelled like weed. And the conservatorship has her in constant fear if she doesn't do exactly what she's told, she won't get to see her kids as much. Mm -hmm. And of course, her romantic relationships are heavily controlled. Her boyfriends have to sign NDAs. Apparently, her dad, Jamie, would also run background checks on them in addition to recording her time with them in the bedroom. Like, oh my God. Honestly, Jamie, are you gross? Like, why would you want that? Like, that's so Jamie weird. Jamie is, I have so many words and <laughs> I can't say them right now, which is making me even angrier. Um, it's just <laughs> disgusting. It's absolutely abhorrent behavior. I got to say, this is like, this doc is the first time I've really heard Jamie talk a lot. Mm-hmm. And he sounds exactly like I expect him to sound. Just stupid. <laughs> well, absolutely stupid. When you're stupid, you sound stupid. So Exactly. <laughs> Um, So obviously this is sadly only the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot more to get really pissed about. But there is some hope. The next big court date on the conservatorship is this Wednesday. So do you think the things we've learned in this doc will influence what happens? I don't know, because this kind of thing, there was there was another thing that had come out and then there was a court ruling and they were like, well, this is actually from something that happened 
end of last year. So it's yeah. hard to say like what actually does affect what Judge Brenda Penny will say or do. Yeah. One can hope. I mean, this is just right. absolutely ridiculous. I think everyone who at least has a brain and isn't a psychopath <laughs> can agree that she is in a situation that she does not deserve to be in. Yeah. I mean, I got to say, if this is all confusing to you, who is a lawyer, then obviously it's confusing to the rest of us. I know. (laughs) But honestly, what I really want to know is if Britney will make more music when she's finally free. Look, I love her music, but if she never wants to make music again, I don't blame her. She's got to do what she wants to do. I mean, fair. But she also like quit Instagram for a week. So, (laughs) you know, she can change her mind. Exactly. And I will ride that wave till the end of time. Same. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Marisha Skinner-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. If you like Rich and Daily, you can listen to every episode ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.